Hi, mate. You okay? All right, Jack. Yeah, hi, mate. Um, so, for people listening, um, we've got Sam on today. He's the other co-director of Soccer Path, along with myself. Um, and we thought we'd just go for a little bit different approach on today's episode. So I think it's the fourth episode now. Uh, obviously, we've had sort of players and coaches on so far. Um, and we just thought it's a good opportunity for us, um, you know, for people who maybe haven't had the chance to speak to us yet or haven't really, you know, seen too much um, or heard too much of what we had to say, just to sort of get a better idea of sort of who we are and, again, about Soccer Path. So, um, Sam. Let's start off by sort of let's just talk a little bit about our experiences and sort of really, you know, go back to the start. So just talk to me, just talk to everyone a little bit about sort of you growing up in England and how going out to the States came about. Yeah, so, I mean, probably, I mean, I've always been involved in sport. Uh, I took football on probably seriously at probably 11. Um, I mean, at that point, it was sort of, I mean, like training twice a day. Um, I had a spell with Hartlepool, had a really good time there and thought that I was sort of going to, you know, I, I thought at that point as a young kid, I mean, everyone thinks, oh yeah, I'm going to make it all the way, um, come to an end and then I got involved in the district setups and sort of playing like good county level uh, all the way up to really 16 and then I don't think he did a 17s, but they did a 16s. Um, well, I the, the sort of the best kids in the northeast really were were playing for that 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 Durham team. We won the like the county cup, you know. We qualified for nationals and things like that. We did really well. Um, and then I sort of I, I I was sort of doing well just on and off, like with with like sort of uh, I, I what now national league clubs. Uh, you spend me where I was at for two two years. Played a year older for a year. At Spennymoor, I was one of the younger younger ones in my first year at the under 18s, doing really well. Um, moved to Darlington FC, uh, the, the other national league club in the northeast, um, and I sort of went went on there. Did really well, captain the team, got got us to two cup finals uh, from from a team that was really um, not not really credited as they should have been, and. Yeah, I mean, I, I was sort of, I, I've sort of always in the back of my mind thought about opportunities and the best way to grow as a person and as a footballer. And I thought I, I sort of, um, out of chance really, was contacted by somebody who I played with, spending more of the year before I moved to Darlington. And he said, look, uh, there's an opportunity out here. Um, and I jumped on it straight away, being the opportunist I am. And that's sort of how, how it sort of came about, really last minute. I was at uh, Durham sixth form, so I was doing a B Tech. Um, very, very sort of underrated, I would say. A lot of people say how how much it's this and how much it's that, and how idiots do that. Um, but actually, in the states, it's it's credited quite a lot more than the the A level. I, I would say. What do you what would you say, Jack? Yeah, exactly. Another thing: don't limit yourself. You know, people think oh, I've got a B Tech. I can't. I can't do anything with that. It's like. No, the incentive is always there to work hard. And my cousin went on to do an aerospace engineering degree from a BTEC. Um, if you work hard, no matter what you're doing or where you are, you know, if you're playing the lowest level of Sunday League, if you're still standing out and playing really well, you have opportunities to move up. That's just how the world works. So don't be deterred or demotivated by anywhere where you are right now, because that's the problem I think that we find sometimes a lot of the 
sort of 16 to 18 programs, the BTEC programs or kids who know they're getting released or whatever, they motivation drops off at sort of 17 or late 16, uh, even 18, because um, they're like, what's the point in trying? They're sort of going to classes and they're sort of going to training. And it's like, no, there's still something out there for you, like you said. Um, and it's important for people to realise that opportunity is is there if you're willing to sort of work to, to sort of take that chance. Um, so, yeah, and I think, you know, with me, I'll, for those of you who don't know, I'll touch really quick on it. You know, I was at a few clubs growing up. I was at sort of, um, you know, I was playing a little bit in Switzerland, actually, as a young boy. My family were there. and had a little uh, spell with Chelsea as well when I was really young. And I came back and then played sort of National League level teams, start off at Braintree, uh, and then at 18, didn't get my contract. Was thinking about dropping into non-league. Into the, it's called the Bostic League down here. So, you know, Evo Stick, Northern League, whatever you want to call it. Um, sort of step below national league level and at the time it really appealed to me as will it as it will with a lot of people probably listening right now uh, it, it is quite attractive the idea of you know rising to the non-leagues being that success story um, and you do get paid as well you know albeit it's not much but again you know if you're sort of 18 and you're getting a bit of spending money and you're playing at an okay level and there's some fans watching you think you know this is it this is my opportunity to, to go back into football league and unfortunately the realities are that you're probably going to be working in sort of, you know, your local shop and long hours and long, uh, long, long away trips and getting home at 4am. And it's, it's not everything it's, you know, out to be. So we, like we said, we both went to the States. I was skeptical at first, but eventually I realized what an opportunity it was. Um, so Sam, I think you're a great person to talk about this with people. Uh, obviously the sort of mental side, um, I know you do a lot of mental health, the mental side of the states, yeah, and kind of what you have to deal with and how you should approach it, um, and then talk a little bit about your um, experience with like homesickness and things, as obviously that was something that's quite big for you. Yeah, I mean, uh, I've sort of always, always been involved in mental health uh, through like part-time work that I got involved in before I was going out. I was lucky enough, um, like at sixteen, I took on a summer camp assistant job. At some uh, like like some firm like quite close to my my house, um, and lo- luckily they they were sort of uh, like a charity shout out PCP, <laughs> um, hey. but yeah, um, you know they they took me under the wing and it was sort of it opened my eyes of uh, you know like how like how people deal with sort of different things and do they take like do do people do it on their own and like like you know just that sort of thing. Um, I mean, the, the the big thing was for me, and the big lesson I learned from it all, um, in terms of the mental side, was you've always got to rely. You can't just rely on yourself. You've got to like go out and ask for help. Um, you know, there was a point in my in 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 my sort of a career out in the states where I I, I did have second thoughts. I was struggling. Um, I I mean I. I was lucky enough to have the help out there. There, there is a really good support system. That there is like counselling available in in schools and like, um, you know, it everywhere you go, you, you can't keep anything to yourself. Um, and we will send you a program where that there is things where you can sort of speak to people and be yourself. That's the main thing about it all because we don't want hidden characters when you can't show your full potential and release your full character. Um, that that that's probably the biggest thing. Um, I mean, I had I knew that a family member was dying, and I was away from home. You know, you've got the the distance of everything. Uh, it it was tough. It was tough. It was tough. There's no question. But 
as I said, there, there was there is help out there, um, and it can it can be given to people who need it. That's it, and I think you know I definitely had a few chats to you. I think as well, just because like you said, you rely on your teammates, you rely on people around you, and like you said, you got to be um, humble enough to realise that we're all human, we're all in it together. And I think adding on to what you just said, there is the approach I would have going out is obviously the first and foremost hard work that's the bare minimum make sure you work hard but be open-minded you know you're going to meet people from different cultures different viewpoints you're going to learn a lot of things you have to basically just be a sponge because the realities are you're going out there and you're not a finished product as a personal player so you do need to learn you do need to grow and that's what it'll do for you and make sure that you you do that because don't don't hinder your opportunity to become a better version of yourself because you're closed-minded or because you know like they say, they're saying you can't feed a mouth that's closed. You make sure that you're open and listening to people and absorbing uh, everything that's going on around you. And I think that's an excellent point you made again there is that, you know, don't do it by yourself because football's a team sport. Make sure that you, you know, you go through it with people because they're in the same boat as you at the end of the day. Everyone struggles. Life is up and down. So, it's important. Uh, you know, I want to talk a little bit now about Soccer Path itself for those, you know, who maybe don't know too much about sort of what we're trying to achieve with this. Um what do you, you know, first and foremost, it's what we're trying to offer is a personal service, a bespoke service. And that that is something that gets thrown around quite a lot, banded around. It's easy to say we're going to be personal and, you know, we're just it's just words at the end of the day. Um, but, you know, just touch a little bit briefly on sort of what personal means to you. And basically, like you said, the motivations of why we started this. Yeah, I mean, the, in terms of the personal, uh, none of our clients will treat it as numbers. Uh, on a piece of paper or just as money you know it, it's not about that to us it's about taking care of people properly and making sure that the the families are happy uh, discussing the best best sort of deals we can get them and I, I'd probably say that's everything that no not like no other sort of company would provide really Jack yeah I agree and that's the thing like we, we, are, we are prepared to do that extra little bit and you know, in terms of the financial, uh, you know, gain for us effectively, is it's not, it's not about that. Our price, for those of you who don't know, is is quite substantially lower than any other company. We made sure of that. We even tried very hard to make it non-profit, just to demonstrate our commitment. Um, and like we said, our, our actual price doesn't even cut minimum wage for either of us. And people, you know, will wonder why. And it, the the money is only there just as almost a respect thing for our time. But the, 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 the general idea is to give back to a footballer and not you know make it cost them an arm and a leg. And it's about guaranteeing a player. That's what we do. We make sure that our price and our service comes with a guarantee um, because it's important for players to, because it's a big decision. It's a massive thing to do. And it does make you feel uneasy. It does make you question things. Um, and if you're not getting the looked after by your agency, it will make you question it even more and could put you off. Uh, something that could have been unbelievable for you. So, yeah. Um, I, I, I definitely sort of agree with what you just said there. It's important that we, we you know, everything we do is player, player-driven, player-orientated and, and with the player's interest in mind. You know, we're not going to send a ball player to a team that just, you know, is a Stoke City and just pumps it up the field. We're not going to send a player who's a central midfielder who's got three start, uh, players who are starting ahead of him and the coach, you know, he's maybe get 10 minutes at the end of each game here and there. He's, you know, he's going to go, uh, the coach says to me, Jack, I need a central midfielder. And I need him now. What have you got for me? You know, he's going to go straight and he's going to do well because we want people to thrive. We don't want them just to be and just be a number. And just about that as well, Jack, um, not just about the actual football side too. It's not We're not going to send you somewhere um, 
if your personality is you're like a quiet sort of environment, really chilled out, uh, we're not going to send you to a public school with 40,000 students because you wouldn't fit in and you wouldn't feel comfortable. And I think that's something as well that, that we, we, we sort of provide uh, is obviously we don't, we're not going to just send, it, it's not obviously you've got the football, that's important as well, but we're not going to send you somewhere that you don't want to be. Um, exactly. And obviously that, that can happen, you know. Well, and then, you know, touching on that and kind of, that's a very broad thing to say to people and to back it up effectively. And this is not to sell ourselves to people. That's the last thing we want to do. We want to make sure people are comfortable with us. And this is why we're doing this is that, you know, our contacts very much allow for that. You know, they're friends, personal friends, ex-coaches, people we've met along the way, both of us, and um, people who want to help us because they they believe in what we're doing and they believe in also giving back to players through their experiences. And, you know, we know what sort of characters they are, what sort of coaches and people they are. We know what their colleges are like. We know these things well. And again, we can use that information to make um, you know, very, very detailed and, uh, you know, accurate decisions with players. And we know where we're going to send them um, and we can put our stamp on where we're sending them because at, it's nothing worse than, than someone sort of selling you uh, a dream and sort of sending you down the stream of it a little bit. It's about painting a realistic picture and we're going to paint that picture. We're not going to tell you it's all going to be absolutely amazing. Yes, everything's the best. It can be the best experience of your life, which um, I agree, for, you know, for both of us, it has been. Absolutely. But... But we make sure that we paint the highs and the lows. Like you said, you were struggling with homesickness. You know, those fitness tests, they're not easy. You know, there's some of those classes you do have to dig deep and find a different gear. Um, you know, you're going to struggle sometimes. You might not get picked. We, we both had times at Milligan Sun, we were on the bench. Yeah. Um, and the, the problem is with players is they think because they go to the States, the realities of football that they've experienced in England won't happen there. It's the same game. It's the same thing. The level is very high. It's not going to be easy, um, but it will be worth it. Um you know, and that's the whole point. You know, if you get on the bench, I was on the bench at Milligan and I've gone on to play professionally. You know, you, you don't just moan about it and whinge and think, why me? You think, OK, there's a reason for this. I have to work even harder now um, because it's about having characters who come to us with a bit of resilience, a little bit of um, a chip in the shoulder. Maybe they haven't got a contract at a club and it's about proving ro- proving people wrong and proving yourself right and those who support you. And that's what we want. I'd be very happy with that. I think uh, then people need to really understand that as well. It's not just I'm I'm particularly um, sort of aiming this at, at people who are sort of in the national league clubs who who are like apprentices, like ourselves, really, Jack. Um, but they're, they're the sort of people right now who really need to take this on board because at the end of the day, if you if you're in the you know, if if you if you if you feel like you're happy with two, like like a minimum wage, full time wage, it's not it's not like it's not the it's not your future. You know, it might be for one or two of you, for sure. Yeah, there might be one or two of you out there who can do that. But for the large majority of people, they're looking abroad for players. They're looking everywhere. You know, it's 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 exactly the same as you know as as a recruitment thing. For, for America, you know, they're always looking to better you, which is why you've got to be right on your top of your game wherever you go, really. Well, that's the thing. I think a lot of players and the stigma that I definitely felt, and I, I'm, not, I'm not sure, you know, how everyone feels, but it, for me, it felt like I was taking a step backwards and it's it's far, far from it. The level um, is, like we said to people, is probably that of sort of an under-23s of a football league club. Um 
the level is high. Players do transition into professional football quite easily because it's not that different. And, um, you know, don't just go there and think it's going to be easy. I'm going to get my minutes guaranteed and the class is going to be fine. You know, be ready to work. This is it's an investment in yourself. And I think the key, Sam, um, and we spoke about it earlier, the key is you're being invested in. The coaches and the school are putting money towards you to pay for your degree or cover it or reduce the costs. Oh, absolutely. For a reason. Yeah. You know, they, they want you to earn that. You have to earn that. Yeah, oh, absolutely. It's, a, it's an investment. It's what it is. They're investing their money and time into you for a four-year four year sort of expansion. and They, they want to grow. They just they don't want you just for a quick fix. They like they want to invest money into you to grow and so they can attract better players because of the results and because of the the like the quality of the school and the quality of your academics are, are going to have an effect on the recruitment and the players that you bring in in the following year. Exactly, and that's the thing. They they I spoke to Billy um, ages ago. The um... We had him on the Zoom. We put it on the on the Instagram. The assistant coach at Bethel uh, is ex teammate of mine, and he was saying to me, obviously as a recruiting coordinator as well, he does both. The first thing they look for, obviously, technical ability is what draws them to players. They look at their grades and things like that, and what we say about them. But character, what is your character? Because at the end of the day, the realities of football are you're going to have bad games, you're going to have tough days, you're going to have oh, I failed a class, I failed an exam in a class. I'm homesick, I'm struggling, I'm not feeling my best. What's your character? How are you going to pick yourself up? How are you going to f- flip that script in yourself? Because, you know, when you get out there, you can't just get mum and dad to fix it for you. You can't just, oh, you know, come over and help me out. You know, halfway across the world, you can you can call them all you want and you've got people around you to support you, like you were saying earlier. But at the end of the day, you have to look look inside yourself and go, right, find what I haven't given. This is about, you know, finding my character. And it builds your mentally, mental strength. Um and I think that's the best thing I got out of it is like it literally allowed me to take my take my game, take my life to the next level because it challenged me in so many ways. I was like, I have to react, I have to adapt. Um, and then you come out of it and go, oh, my God, I'm so happy that happened. Because sometimes in, the, when in those tough moments, Sam, I know you agree, it's like you think, why is this happening? This is not easy. This is tough. And you question sometimes even being there. Um but then you come out on the other side and you're like, you know what? I got through it with my teammates. I got through it with the help of my coach. I pushed through and now look at me. Now look where I am. Look what, look what it's done for me. Look at the opportunities I get. I think that's the big thing about it all, Jack, really, is people need to understand that the, the failure of the first time or the second time or the hundredth time, when you're out there, failure brings success eventually, providing that you keep going and giving it your best. I think I think we we obviously like when I think about the actual results and some of the games that we had, um, you, you know we we had a struggle when the coach left and then you know he, he came back and then the Brian <laughs> the Brian game you know we didn't we didn't touch the ball all game we won one nil so it's like yeah you have like you know it's it's all about ups and downs and how you react it's proactive rather than reactive you know it, Lily what always used to say. Exactly. And that's the thing, you know, you, 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 you're there to, to grow, you're there to improve. And we want players to hit the ground running. I know, um, you know, when I first got to Milligan a little bit before you, I hit the ground running. I was, you know, doing really, really well for myself. Um, and I had a little dip and I learned a lot about myself during that dip. Because like you said, you learn from those failures and that's where the success comes from. 
you hit the ground running when you came to Millican. You did really well at the beginning. You were, you know, getting raved about. And, you know, we want players to go and hit the ground running, but then make sure. The thing is what I say to players is, look, this is the best analogy I can give. If you make a pass, one good pass, people say to you, that's a good pass. If you play 100 good passes, people say you're a good passer. The difference is consistency. Can you do it every week? Can you do it every day? Can you put the hours into your studying? And the only word, um, Sam, that allows you to be consistent, and it begins with a D, is discipline. Do you have the discipline? And what we say to players is don't just do it when you get there. If you want to be a professional footballer, and I'm talking from experience because I've gone on to do these things and Sam, you've gone on to have a great career as well, is we talk from experience, do those things now. Don't wait till you get there. Don't wait. Do them right now. Do them today. Because if you want to get there, you have to be doing those things before you get there. Yeah, and the thing is as well, Jack, around that is obviously you've got, I, I really want to stress that it's all aspects of like the student athlete. You know, if, if you're right now and you're thinking, oh, I've got loads of time, I've, I can go and chill. Oh, wait, haven't I got an SAT in two months' time? You know, shouldn't I, should I be studying for this exam? Like, that that 1,000, like, that that sort of grade that you get in, in that test might might save you two or 3,000 a year, 4,000. Exactly. Might, might be the difference between you actually by, being able to financially do it or not, you know? So... And the thing is, it's a game of inches. Every little thing counts. Um, and it's like you said there, a, a very, very good thing you said there. I love that, Sam, is student athlete. You're coming as both. Make sure you understand that. Because, um, you know, we had teammates, Sam, uh, and there's moments where you think like, oh, I'm just here for football. Because, you know, you're training every day, sometimes twice a day, you've got big away trips. It's very easy to just think, oh, I'm a footballer. And because you are living the life of a pro and some of the facilities you get to use and experience, you know, you do feel like one. But then you have to understand, I'm also here for my class. I'm also here for my degree. Um, and it's important to also immerse yourself in the culture, make sure you make friends, make sure you get yourself out there. And it's something you spoke to me about earlier, Sam, you, your biggest regret is that you wish you kind of got out there a little bit more in terms of almost the social side. Like, I know you're very good at that, but in terms of almost networking, kind of meeting new people, making sure that you, you juice the whole experience on what it is, because regret's the worst thing. You don't want to leave there thinking, ah, I wish I'd done this, I wish I'd done that. Juice the whole experience. And we're talking from experience here. Make sure you uh, turn out and uncover every stone and, and talk to people and enjoy. And I think the key... Um, sort of advice we can give to players right now who are thinking about it and when they get there is you, you can always be better you can always improve always look for guidance um i know i did i, was, I got taken under by some of the older senior members of the team and they really looked after me and helped me and give me advice and it and then you get older and you do that for other players um like i was saying on the interview of ross and you know you said the advice earlier to me sam that you know we want to give to players is you know ask questions oh yeah that's 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 that's, that's absolutely crucial the thing hiding away and not getting the the most out of people who have done it themselves it would be idiotic, you know. Um, we're only going to tell you exactly exactly what you need to know. Um, and as as I sort of did mention as well earlier to you, Jack, um, was there's never a stupid question, and the first question could lead to your like the like the best opportunity you've ever had in your life, you know. Exactly. And that's what people need to realise is, yes, it's that it's, it's difficult um, and it's, it's a big experience. It's a big, big move to make. But what do you get told all growing up in football? You have to do what to make it? You have to sacrifice. This is a sacrifice. You're leaving your friends. Um, 
you know, I don't know, but I'm not really too much of a home bird. I mean, I was okay with leaving home and I was kind of just like, let's get on a plane, let's go do this thing. But I know people who are, you know, they can't go away for two weeks without leaving home and feeling scared about it. And, you know, again, it's, it's very difficult, but we're there to guide you through it. We've been there. We've been through the highs, been through the lows. We've been through the successes. We've, we've seen, you know, we've talked to other players. We've seen other experiences. We know people... Uh, who are there already to help you when you get there. And we want to help you. We want to give back because, you know, we've lived our dream, Sam. We've been given our dream. When at 18, if I'm really honest with you, I thought I was going to walk away from football. And if you'd have told me genuinely, and said it with Ross in the first episode, if you'd have told me this would be my life now at 18, I would have laughed in your face and said, just like, you're, you're having me on. I just wouldn't even conceive it, um, especially when I was getting on the plane um, and it hits you and you think, this is real. It's like you just never believe these things can happen to you. But like you said, if you're open-minded, you ask questions and you work hard, literally the world is your oyster. You can do anything. And that's coming from BTEC or getting released. You can do any degree you want and you can go on to play at a very good level. Yeah, the thing is as well, I want to sort of add to that is obviously if uh, like talking to clients, uh, current clients at the moment, if you do have problems and you do think, oh, I'm struggling, ask us. That's what we're here for. <laughs> I just wanted to quickly just add that in because I, I know, like, obviously, I, I have I have said about, oh, yeah, there's sort of counselling help. There's obviously the, this, this good teammates to have around you. But obviously, ask us, the people who can help as well, and I've been through it all. Exactly. We want to do everything uh, for you in terms of, you know, getting you the best deal. You know, we will go that extra step for you. And this is not to exaggerate, but, we you know, we're looking to... to... You know, if you need to talk to us for an hour on the phone when you're out there because you're really struggling with homesickness, we'll pick up the phone and we'll talk to you. Um, that's why we're making it personal. So it'll allow for us to talk to you like that. If we had 250 clients and it was just me and Sam, we wouldn't be able to do that. You know, we don't want to be sending generic emails. We don't want to be just giving you the information for you to do it by yourself. We want to go through the experience with you and we want you to turn around at the end and go, this is the best experience of your life because that's a priceless thing for us. And for you, that's, that's even more priceless because it's given you an opportunity that, again, is pretty unique. There's not many things else out there like, like this. Um, and we just want to make sure that, you know, for anyone listening, this is not a sales pitch for us or for the opportunity. It's just purely to show you what is out there when at the moment, because we know how it felt, options could seem quite bleak. Yeah, I, I think you've nailed, the head, uh, nailed it on the head there, Jack. Um Thanks for having me on, mate. I re really appreciate it. And obviously, if anybody has, has, has any questions or further questions about my career or anything I can help with, uh, just get in touch. Yeah, that's it. And that's the thing. We're here to help. You know, me and Sam come as a pairing uh, and Soccer Path. We started it for the right reasons. We're going to do it for the right reasons. And, um, you know, we want to we want to you know help you on your journey as we were helped on ours because that's what it's all about. Footballers helping footballers. That's the way we see it. Yeah, thanks for hopping on, mate. And, um, you know, hopefully now we've introduced ourselves to a few more people and they can still see a little bit of what we're about. And, um, again, we'll be happy to talk to anyone who's interested in sort of thinking about this. Yeah, great stuff. All right, mate. All right, well, I'll catch you in a bit, mate. Okay? All right, cheers, Jack.